Well, I can't see Ben's setup, but like, I know. David, I mean, you look like you have like all like outside of you're in a bedroom, you know, you got like a microphone in front of you and headphones and <laughs> you look like the oldest DJ I've ever seen. <laughs> the, great, the wizard. <laughs> DJ Gandalf. So we know what your last name is. You didn't have to put Siegel at the end there. You know, uh, we know that's who you true. are, but... <laughs> It just asked me for my name. I just typed my name. It's a habit. I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but you know, tomorrow is Joel's birthday. John, really? yeah, I did not recall that it was his birthday until you just said something. Yeah, he was also uh, a December baby. Yeah. Yep. So how old would he be? Forty-three. Forty-three. Yeah, that's crazy. Forty-three-year-old Joel. Yep. It's crazy. Man. Mm. When did he pass away? Or was it 2009? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So just for anybody that is listening, if uh, if this actually makes it out to the airwaves, <laughs> um, Joel was our drummer. Uh, from when? From He was actually a drummer with me and Ben in a band called the Chrome Donuts. And... Um, he was uh, the former drummer of Delivery Boy from Lakeland, Florida. Uh, he was, let's see, how long? He was with me, just me and you, Ben, for what, about maybe a few months? Yeah, just a few months. We, uh, I mean, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but uh, so, so Joel, yeah, he was our drummer um, and he... He passed away in 2009, and he was a really good guy, really, really good drummer, and uh, just happened to be coincidence that tomorrow is his birthday, and so uh, that's just, I just thought that was kind of weird, kind of neat, you know, because we didn't plan this that way, but uh, pretty cool. It is, man. I think about Joel all the time. Yeah, me too. It's crazy. I feel like I haven't, you know, I'm playing with Joel was my you know favorite drummer to ever play with my every that I've ever played with. And I honestly feel like I haven't truly played since playing with him, <laughs> you know, uh, had never hadn't had that, you know, connection ever again. Probably never will. Yeah. I mean, he was a guy like, I, Ben, you probably were around me more like had to intermediate between Joel and myself more than anyone, but it was like, I loved him and he got on my nerves so much at the same time. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I think I know me and Ben or maybe me and you, Chris too, but you know, he was our little brother on tour for sure. Yeah. He was definitely like having a little brother it was like, yeah. Oh, I love this kid, but I just want to like punch him in the head sometimes. <laughs> he was a good bit younger than us. I mean, yeah. Than all of us, honestly. Yeah. 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 No, he had a good heart. He was a really good drummer. He he was a unique style of drummer. Like even with the way he set his stuff up, you know, he played really high, his arms up, you know, parallel to the ground, kind of. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd seen anybody play drums like that until I met Joel. I don't think. Yeah. Or really since. No, he had his own style for sure. He, he was I, knew, Man, so I was looking, good. I was looking through some pictures of, uh, just trying to find some stuff for this and. Uh, that's that's what was it premieres drums or yeah i think he had a sonar kit sonar kit okay and um i can't remember i think he had two different sets of symbols i know he had the zildjian set for a while and i think he switched them though but i was trying to remember what happened to the i I don't know if uh his cousin yeah there's a guy is it clinton or cliff or something maybe clinton uh, another kid in Lakeland who was in another band uh, called Belly Flow, and then he was in a band 
uh, David, when you came down to Lakeland for that feral, like when we went down for Joel, Joel's uh, funeral, and then there was that show down there with, uh, God, I can't remember the name of that band, but that one kid bought Joel's drums from him before he passed away. See, I, see, I was thinking that was Tim. I can't think of Tim's last name. No. But I think he was related to Tim. But so no, it wasn't him? No, I forget that kid's name. Um, but I always thought, man, it'd be cool to to get a hold of those drums, you know. Just yeah, remember. honestly, though, that, that kid might be willing to sell them because he's, uh, I know him. He's still, I don't think he plays much anymore. I have to look it up. I think his name was Clint. He was in a band called Belly Flow. Yeah, I remember that band. So do we want to kind of uh, introduce ourselves and who we are here? The, somebody can, everybody can kind of recognize the voice a little bit, maybe? Sure. <laughs> so Go I'm ahead. David. This is David. Uh, played guitar and sang Jeremiah's Grotto. Ben? Uh, I'm Ben Colin. Played bass. Chrome Donuts, Jeremiah's Grotto. Um, pretty much... You said you mentioned being the intermediary. That was kind of my job, full time between everybody, <laughs> keep everybody from killing each other. The peacemaker, That's right? <laughs> Somehow, and you kept up with all the uh, the band merch. Oh uh, yeah, yeah the, the brains behind it. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, Chris Siegel, play guitar and and uh, sang is a, is a loose term, but. Uh, <laughs> like shouted in a particular direction. So, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, we've done our little intro. Um, so basically, just just to keep everybody else on the same page as what we're on. Um, this is just this is our first time. I think all three of us have had a conversation together in man at least ten years, probably at least at least. I, th- I think we went to lunch maybe one time when uh, you lived up here, Chris. Yeah. And, uh, so me and Ben, we we both live here in Phoenix City, Alabama, Columbus, Georgia area. Then Chris, you know, he's he's like a world traveler, so he's he's been all over the place. And uh, but he, where do you live now? I live in Tennessee, Middle Tennessee. But I'm not moving anymore. I'm done moving. <laughs> How long have you been there? The almost three years. So, well, that's a long time for us to stay put. I mean, we've been married. <laughs> <clears throat> oh gosh, what is it? It's 19 years in March. Wow. And we've moved 23 times in 19 years. That's too many. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. Uh, this is it. Like we might build another house where we're at, but we just finished building the house. We're done. So kids yeah. are gonna finish school where they're at now. Man. That's a lot of moving. That's too much moving, man. Yeah, I'm not uh, not going anywhere. I said when I'm moving this house, no more. Done moving. Uh, I'm not carrying another box. <laughs> not not renting another U-Haul. I'm not helping anybody move. Just you know, get to that age, your friends move. You're just like, well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got to do what we do. When we moved, we just sell everything. Be like, no, we don't need it. Uh, that's even more work. Then you have to go shopping. <laughs> then you have to shop everything. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, you're probably right. Ugh. Did you, hey Chris, have you? Did you get to see any of the those calendar calendars that I shared with the tours? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, I was that in that folder that you sent? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Uh, we were out fishing earlier when when you sent it. That's a little bit. I think that was leading up to when we met you the first. I wouldn't say it's the first time. I think it was the second time we met you was at Cornerstone. Yeah. And um, so the first time that me and Ben met you was at Life Fest in April of 2000 in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and, and I was talking with Faith earlier, my wife, and because uh, I, I had always assumed that we knew Kristen because of you. But but looking back, like we we were talking with Kristen, booking some shows before we had met you. But I guess she was doing that for other bands. I didn't realize she was doing that at the time. It's been so long, I don't remember. But but uh, but we did that show because of Kristen. It was like a rock for life show. Like a was it like a big, like a really big room that we were in. 
I, I vaguely recall that. I think that's where I met Kristen was at that show. I, I do remember that. Man, I, yeah. see, David talked about this. Yeah. We, we've talked about this a lot since we're here. You know, we see each other all the time. Yeah. And we've talked about, you know, what he remembers, okay. what I remember. And it's totally, it doesn't cross paths very often. <laughs> I have different memories of different things. And I've, I've found that the thing I remember the least is the actual shows. Oh yeah, yeah. And the things in between, but the actual shows, I get those all muddy together. I guess because you do the same thing every night. Um, but I, I think I do remember that show. You said that was April, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, April two thousand. Yep. Is that in the uh, stuff you sent? Yeah, yeah. I don't um, see April. I'll tell you there. what. Let me. See. No, no, no. It wasn't in what I sent. It wasn't. That was because that was old Chrome Donut tours. I didn't. I didn't send that oh, out here. Out for this. Oh, okay. So you do have all that old stuff too. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I do. Yep. Wow. Yeah, we were on tour and um, we had played a few shows in Ohio and then did Life Fest and saw Jeremiah's Grotto play. And uh, we're like, man, they're pretty good, but that one guitar player, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they need to get rid of him. But uh, and apparently, yeah, I guess they did by, yeah, by what, June or months. July at the Cornerstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Man, this is a rough crowd. I remember, I see that that show too. I, on, the only other thing I remember about it was, you know, we we had our white van with all of our stuff. We didn't have a trailer, I don't think. I think we just put it all in the back of the van. But then um, Jeremiah's Grotto had that the the bigger, the same van basically, but the 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 updated, you know, with the fifteen passenger van with the trailer. And I remember being jealous, you know, like man. Wish we had a van like that. No, if you can only pay that much gas. <laughs> yeah, Actually, gas was cheap back then, so we weren't we weren't griping about gas money too much. And I remember listening to um, I want to say it, it was Jimmy World, um, like that whole tour. I just remember listening to Jimmy World. What album was that? Um, was that it was either had to be Clarity or Bleed American. I think it was Bleed American. I believe. That's been a while, <laughs> but that yeah. was sort of, you know, our, the soundtrack to the tour th- that summer, it seemed like. Um, so we had the, the, that cargo van then, didn't you? That was Matt's. Is that what we were driving? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the trailer was Joel's, wasn't it? That so yeah, he, it was he was delivery like, boys trailer and Chrome donuts. Yeah. Van. Yeah. 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 And we had just changed our name from, from Chrome donuts to through it all. You know, we're trying to be more mature and, um, <laughs> and <laughs> didn't we like tear up the transmission in that van by pulling that trailer? Uh, yeah, I think we did because that's on, the, on another tour where it says, uh, van, um, whatever being fixed, you know, yeah. Repair. There was always so much of that crap. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys play like a weird street festival in Houston? Oh Yeah. I think we played on that as well. I think we played with you guys out there. Yeah, what was that called? It was Chrome. Uh, it was when Matt was in the band, though. Yeah, because I remember Matt falling asleep in the median of the road, like laying in the grass and falling asleep with his eyes open. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we got some pictures of that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we were all like taking pictures of Matt sleeping with his eyes open. And there was like a weird—I forget the promoter there, but it, it was like a just an awkward vibe. But it was a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like some street thing. It was like, like for Christian bands, but then it was like, I don't know. Like people were yelling at other people, telling them they were like going to burn in hell or something. I was like, eh, I think this is a little bit too extreme. So we, we were at that time too, we were sponsored, which we, which we did German squad too, but, uh, man, skateboards, you know, they were, they were giving us skateboards to take on tour and give away and shirts and things. And I remember, I want to say we, th- we didn't have a big crowd at that show, but at, you know, at this little festival, but, uh, I remember throwing a skateboard out I think we hit somebody on the skateboard or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it made it past like three people, and then it was just out in the street. Yeah, it seems like we had a hard a hard time getting money too for for that. For some, I don't know, maybe because we hit somebody with skateboard. I'm not sure. <laughs> so I don't remember. I remember that part about it being in the street, and I know I remember what Chris was talking about about being weird, but I don't. I can't picture the the stage or the playing or any of that part of it. You're right, though. It is weird. Like, uh, I mean, I hadn't thought about it in that perspective before, but if I try to think about like anything that happened from the, like getting on stage, you know, like doing a quick sound check to like loading back out, 
it's all blurry, but like it's all the stuff in between. It's like the yeah. travel and the people and the places. I yeah. remember a lot of, but like the playing is like, I, there's a handful of shows I could say like, oh, I remember playing a show and this one was really good, but I can't yeah. like pick like anything specific that would have happened. Other like we played, we played a festival in Wisconsin and your amp caught on fire. Mine? I remember or, that on stage. Or Ben's. 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 Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, do I, remember do, I do remember catching an amp on fire one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen. Um, but yeah, they do the the playing, you know, memories that I do have of actually been on stage. Most of those are of horrible things, <laughs> horrible shows that were just like you didn't want to be there. I think something about if it was fun and if you were zoned in and doing it, like my, my brain turned off during those periods, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the memories that I have are weird. And, and talking to David about it, he has some, you know, different memories and we've, we've been able to talk. That's why I've been looking forward to doing this yeah. and going through it because I know you've got, you're going to remember different things. And so a lot of times me and David will do this thing and say, Hey, do you remember so-and-so? And I would totally not even have had that thought for 20 years. And then it right. brings back a flood of, you know, memories. So it's pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, looking through this uh, calendar and just looking at the names of the places I might remember 20% of these places. Just, man. Yeah. It's I don't, <laughs> so, and so, you were more involved with the people and the booking and all that than I was. So I was just kind of along for the ride most of the time. Uh, so but, also too, just to give you know a shout out. Uh, so my mother-in-law, Donna, uh, Faith's mom, she's the one that was doing all of our booking for Chrome Donuts and for Jeremiah's Grotto. So that's the reason we have these calendars. Um, I'm going to, if, if this continues to be a thing, then um We'll we'll post pictures of these calendars so people can kind of look at them too, and uh, maybe somebody that's listening is like, "Oh yeah, is that one of those shows?" And uh, just to kind of see what we what we're looking at. But um, so we met met Chris the first time. I, you know, honestly, I don't know if I met you, Chris, but I remember meeting Jeremiah's Grotto in April two thousand uh, on tour. And um, did you guys hang out after that show at that big frat house, Chris? Probably. It was weird. I just remember that being a yeah. weird couple of days. And uh, uh, yeah, I do believe that we were there for a while. Yeah. I'm, uh, Where did you say this was? Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Remember it was, it was a it was a frat house. In yeah. Columbus State. Ohio uh, State. <laughs> I'm not sure. Just, Ohio State. I mean, it was. Yeah. And when um, I say frat, it was one of these big like with. Uh, if I remember right, you know, it seemed like it had like these Greek columns. You know, this big mansion you know that we stayed yeah. at for a few days with like couches and a coke machine on the front porch yeah basically yeah probably a goat somewhere running around i mean there's always a goat running around right <laughs> Furniture burning. Yeah, that was specifically for illinois well definitely i mean maybe they're attracted they were attracted to jeremiah's grotto i'm not sure what that, that, that could be but uh but yeah don't try to put us in like the goat conversation <laughs> though because you'll only go there not on our first uh <laughs> conversation yeah <laughs> um, uh, so we make so we ended up again you know we finished that tour we did a couple other tours after that and then um uh delivery boy they actually had got a spot on the new band stage for cornerstone um of 2000 and uh, but they broke up before they got to that point and joel being their old drummer you know he was playing with us with the chrome donuts or through it all um we ended up taking that slot at cornerstone and so that's how we ended up getting to cornerstone and and playing and uh, i think a lot of people were probably expecting delivery boy and then they're like who is this <laughs> but uh, uh but we played and i remember that's where we ended up meeting you for like officially yeah and, and talking about um i don't think we talked about merging or doing any of that yet we just kind of we hit it off pretty good and kind of just you know um I don't remember if people were texting back then. I don't remember if we were had gotten well, that advanced yet, but uh, but we exchanged numbers. Yeah, on paper with, with paper. paper and pen. Yeah, yeah. texting it was called handwriting back handwriting, then. Handwriting, yeah, writing letters. Yeah, and um, <laughs> very similar. <laughs> uh, but I remember, you know, we we met you there, and um, I think at that point, you know, and we could talk about all the details of all this stuff later. This is just kind of an overview, but we. Uh, um, that you know turned into where we did all get together and and merge our two bands basically and um, 
kind of neat how some things are just kind of fall into place like that. So, yeah, I remember calling uh, Donna <clears throat> after that because when we talked about it, Cornerstone was I knew that Grotto as it was going was like this. This is winding down. Like this is not gonna. This is not like not gonna be a thing. And not really knowing what I was going to do because I still was like, I, I had to play. Like, that's still my, my thing. I, I still had to, I want to go play. I want to play shows. I want to like, you know, go have fun and like be with people that I want to get along with. I remember getting back from Cornerstone that year and going, yeah, this, this isn't going to work. And the other guys were playing like, no, we're done with this. You know, like touring was not the thing. Like everyone was <clears throat> so serious. And not that I wasn't serious, but, uh, I mean, you guys know me, like I'm, you know, like money is not a, a, was never really like my driver. Like it wasn't like, I didn't think that, you know, we're going to, everyone's going to get rich doing this or I honestly, I didn't even know how I'd pay bills doing it. And I don't even think I, I successfully paid all my bills at the time, but either way, uh, I knew that like I wanted to keep going and I called Donna and I was like, yeah, you know, Chris and talk to guys we were talking about you know like merging bands and she's like no they're not going to do that yeah <laughs> like, no yeah I, but, uh, I, I think we probably even had discussed it at one point and we we're like nah we're, we're not going to do that wasn't really sure but i remember yeah. we were i think we were hanging out at joel's house in lakeland florida and we're like i mean it's like golly this this chris guy won't stop calling <laughs> and um he's like want to hang out with us we're like sure whatever all right come on man let's just put it into this you know and I, I don't know and um but i remember you coming up to joel's and and hung out with us and we already had our stuff set up in his garage and um and i and i uh, so the podcast you did recently with uh the rumors are true with jeremy yeah um you mentioned this too but that was really good by the way yeah Thanks. it was really good you did really good it was i was super good. nervous like to even listen to it later. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell. <laughs> I was like, That's good. I was shaking the whole time I was talking. Like, I, uh, not like this. Like, well, no, you did good, man. You, you didn't sound nervous at all. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, that was, <laughs> that was the most nervous I think I've been since like my last kid was born. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but I remember, I don't know if I started or you did, but you started playing this this part on the guitar, and I was like, that's so crazy because that's exactly what I've been writing. Like we were writing the same song already before we yeah. had even met. And um, that was kind of, you know, just one of those things. It's like, man, you know, maybe this is meant to be. I don't know. <laughs> well, I remember I remember you guys came out to my dad's place and we like we set up outside in the barn mm-hmm. and we jammed one night. And then we went to Joel's, I think his garage, like the next day. And you were showing me that night in the barn, you were showing me um uh month of May. Um. Oh gosh, what was the other one? Man, I don't see. I don't remember any of that in the barn. You had That's three the, songs that were already like pretty solid together. Yeah, and month I of May, month um, of May, weight of the world, weight of the world. That's the and, one. Um, and what was the other one? Trying to forget you. Trying to forget you. Yeah. yeah and we so had you were showing song. me those. It's like okay. Yeah. And then the next day we were messing around with that other riff that you and I had been writing separately, unbeknownst to each other. And we just practiced that in the garage and like everything just kind of like clicked yeah. and yeah. not that they was even like, like, like the biggest song we ever did, but like that song, just like we all like synced up really fast on that one. And it felt really good to play. It was like, yeah. Wow. I mean, we were already like, you know, like kind of swinging the guitars around in a practice. Like, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was. Yep. But yeah. No, I remember you guys, we went, we watched, um, Final Destination, the first one in the movie theater. Really? Yep. Where in, in Florida? In there? Lakeland. Yeah. In Lakeland. In Lakeland. You know, I kind of remember going to a movie, but that's wow. That's yeah. yeah. I w- that's the only Final Destination I've ever seen, and uh, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't the final one. There were several other destinations. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> they've been to a lot of destinations to call this final. They should just be call it just destination. That they don't have to put final in it and confuse people. Um, I do remember the barn. I remember doing Chris's dad's house and going to, out to the barn and playing V. And I, I was, I was remembering that as being the first time. You know, yeah, hey, I don't remember any of that. I heard you say that on that on the other podcast, and I was like, I don't remember any of that. I was like, Chris, I don't know what he's talking about because that's not true. <laughs> no, it happened. It's just 
you're getting that old thing going on. And uh, I'm choking now on my coffee. Yeah, that's another old thing that happens too. <laughs> yeah. What? what? Yeah. No, we yeah we practice in the barn. You're trying to teach me those songs, and uh, I remember we were working on vocals for uh, like your like on month of May. That's that that background part that whoa and I kept doing it different. You're like, no, no, it's whoa. <laughs> I forget what I was doing. Hold on. How did it go the first time? Well, <laughs> it was the, as the second part goes. <laughs> I forget how I, I was doing it wrong. I forget how that went. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Funny. One awesome. thing I remember about that, those, that first practice was Joel wanting to play faster stuff. He wanted to play. He wasn't into the slow, you know, y'all were playing this, that song you both were playing, whatever. Maybe this was the next day at, the, at his house, but he he kept like, let's let's do something faster. Let's, let's, let's write something. Let's do something. Because <laughs> even what he was playing with me and David was like a third the speed of what he was used to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, you know, oh, yeah. Like, well, I mean, if you, so Always In Me was a song that we were writing, to, you know, separately, but at the same time. And, uh, I remember the at the end, like Joel's like, all right, yeah, he kept in the middle of the song, like, all right, let's let's pick it up, let's pick it up, let's pick it up. <laughs> and we're like, no. So we gave him like like four bars at the end, like, okay, now <laughs> at the end of the song. And like when he got to go like into like more of like his halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that was really funny because like yeah, it was just the, the end of the song and you know, but yeah, the whole time he's like, Come on, we gotta pick it up, we gotta pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was like, "All right, let's let's go to a different song. Let's do something better, something faster." Yeah, let's play something faster. Yeah. So, so with that, even so, if somebody asked you what style was Jeremiah's Grotto, I'm not. No, I know there was like the before me and Ben and Joel joined, but for through it all, what would you what would you say or you guys say that that style is? I honestly, I, when anyone asks, it's just to me, it's just it's rock. It's like upbeat just, rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely got like the pop punk influence, like I mean, like a lot of you know what you had written before. It's definitely got a lot of that influence, but it's just it's just straight up rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, you I know, agree. I agree. It's up tempo for the most part, but you know, it definitely wasn't what we were doing before. You know, you guys came in. You know, we we're like a you know straight up emo type. You know, Sunday Day Real Estate, Mineral. Yeah, I, I think somehow I think we did kind of blend some of that together so at some point it, 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 it kind of all that's um, why it worked it was kind of a hybrid yeah yeah Most, yeah. i guess it's just weird because i've had people say you know call it like punk you know i'm like jeremiah's grotto was not punk at all i never thought yeah. of that but well that was the thing when the album came out people are like oh now you're now you're a punk band it's like yeah uh yeah. well there's definitely punk parts into it but uh we all like punk music so that's that's not that's not a bad thing uh you know but the album is kind of like if you look at like the bookends like the instrumentals very emo-esque always in me's got a lot and then even like breakdown parts um better things undone you know we took a lot from the emo stuff but then just made it really rock and roll i mean you know there was it was very guitar driven which is it's just so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So much fun to play. But we did do a, like our first I think it was like when we were finishing out like a some of the grotto dates from the original stuff. We were playing stuff off Exemplar together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just like, hey, let's hurry up and get rid of this still, so we can do our own stuff. I, I think we closed with um yeah, what's the song? It it was like there was no singing in it, it was just instrumental. Oh uh da, 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 Reach for Light. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember playing that. That was my favorite song from that era. It was "Reach for Light." That was a fun one to play. Yeah, it was good. Just loud, heavy guitars. Yeah, I, I would like to get at some point. You know, if we keep, if we continue with this, is uh, to get some of the, if they would want to do it, the uh, other Grotto guys before me and Ben and Joel to just. Yeah, talk I talked to some, some of, of those guys, so. And even like some of the guys before them. So uh, I'll start in the beginning, right? So um, there's a kid, Dan Gray and Brian Gray. They were brothers. Dan played bass. Brian played the other guitar. And then a guy, Jonathan Farnell, in Lake City, Florida, played the drums. 
<clears throat> he's like a like trained jazz drummer. Really, really good. He plays in a country group now. Um, really cool guy. Um, let's see who left first. I think Brian Gray left first because he went off to college. And then Caleb came in on bass. Dan moved from bass to guitar. Caleb came in on bass. Then Jonathan left. Jonathan Farnell. Because it was too much driving from Lake City to Gainesville, Florida all the time for him. That's when Jeff McQueen came in. Um, Dan left. I forget what Dan... Uh, I think... I don't know if Dan had... He didn't go off to college yet. I forget what he had something else, you know, or, or that we were getting, we were starting to play too many shows and he was still young. He was, he wasn't 18 yet. And his parents like, Nope, you can't do this. And, uh, so then Caleb moved guitar to guitar. And then Brian Collins came in on bass. And, uh, so it was Brian, Caleb, Jeff, and myself for a while. And then our first like real quote unquote tour, we were going up to Nashville to play. For like four, like we had like, I don't know, like four or five shows or something. And that was like our first like extended trip. And um, our van broke down and we got stranded out like south or like right around Chattanooga or something. And uh, I remember we got a U-Haul. Some church up there gave us like money for a U-Haul. We went up, we played a show in Nashville. We came back and Jeff called someone like... You know, we were staying at some hotel. He got a ride back to Florida, and that was it. He was like, ah, oh, no, that touring is not for me. <laughs> and then Caleb's younger brother, Salmon, filled in on drums for the rest of those shows. And then we just kind of like, we had drummers fill in for us. We had the guy, Rusty Fuller, who joined. He he played. He later played drums for Copeland on like their first few albums. Um, Mike Von Balson from My Hotel Year played on a couple tours. Uh, he was awesome to play with. He was a great guy. Um, then we had some guy, his name is, I think it was Chad Fleming out of Columbus, Ohio. We met up there while we were up in Ohio, uh, at that one festival we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. He played like at the end, like he came in and <clears throat> like the last, you know, we, we had like a, I think like summer of some festivals and then leading up to Cornerstone. And then, then that was it. And we dropped him off in Columbus, Ohio on the way back from, cornerstone was like thanks then we got back to gainesville and it was caleb had already left at that point um because he was in a serious relationship with someone and she didn't want him touring and um that'll do it that'll do it <laughs> and uh so yeah he left so it was just we were just playing a three-piece that last summer and um yeah we got back and we had like kind of like a tour manager um and her and myself and brian all sat down in my living room and they're just like yeah we don't think that that this should be going on anymore and i was like i don't i don't agree you guys you guys are welcome to go and i'm just gonna we're moving out of gainesville anyway we're gonna move back to lake placid florida where i'm from and we're just gonna figure it out and then that's where uh you know i i i'd already met you guys and talked to you guys at cornerstone but that's when i called donna and was like hey start over <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. A lot of people though. It's weird like thinking about, it. but then I look at uh like so many bands because I was always like bothered, like, man, you know, like doesn't anyone have original people? And like most bands don't. Most bands don't nah. stay full. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that I never thought about that until later in life. It's like, well, I was thinking like, you know, bands like on our level that we played with, you know, like, you know, who went on to be even bigger, like Norma Jean. Norma Jean's still going now. None of the original guys are in the band. Wow. Um, yeah. Under Oath. You know, Aaron's in the band, but he he was out for a little while. He left for a little while. But I remember playing with Under Oath like way, way back. Um, you know, and I knew Corey from Under Oath. And I, you know, I knew Dallas. I kind of knew Aaron and Octavio, not really a whole lot. But, you know, I didn't even know Chris Dudley then. I know he like came in shortly after they got started, but. You know, now, like, I'm friends with Chris and Dallas, but Dallas is out. He's like Maylene. Like, I mean, just all those guys, everything changed around. It's so weird that. Yeah. And then if you look at big bands, you know, you're like, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of cheesy to say it because it's totally not on the same plane. <laughs> but like the Beatles, like Ringo Starr wasn't their original drummer. 
And the Rolling Stones had a different guitar player at some point. And, and it's like, yeah, I guess things kind of morph around. I don't know. Maybe U2 is all original members. I don't know. But uh, just weird to think about. Like, Probably easier when you have a lot of money coming in. <laughs> it's really <laughs> hard to do when you have no income and you're trying to be, you know. <laughs> and I, you know, I was already married when we started touring. Yeah. So I was like, it was, you know, you got to go and just think, okay, I'm leaving for a month and may not have any money. See, both of you guys were married in Jeremiah's Grotto. You know, we were in Jeremiah's Grotto. And, uh, of course, they got married towards the end of it. But, um, I mean, I don't know how y'all did it. Because I, I was pretty clueless to bills and things like that, honestly. I was just, you know, it was just me. I didn't I didn't have to worry about that stuff. But uh, Yeah. Uh, it took a lot of family helping to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mesta lived at home, you know. You were well, that, that was a key. It's like you had it's it's you know like Ben. I mean, you you had a place already on your own. Yeah, uh, we were we did in Gainesville, but it was super so so cheap to live there. It was like oh, we paid three hundred and sixty bucks a month for a three bedroom, two bath place. Yeah, kind of. And then we moved back doing. home with family because uh, my ex wife's dad he had been through a divorce and he just had a house and it was like. Hey, you guys can live here. I got like these extra rooms and it's just me. And we're like, yeah, okay. And then you just work in the off, you know, in the off time, but you had to find a way to live life with as little money as possible. You know, it wasn't about like, okay, I want to have all these things so I can pay all these bills. It was like, how do I avoid having bills? Yeah. Yeah. We lived very poor and, uh, my wife worked and paid the bills. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she's still not happy about that. <laughs> I still haven't heard the end of that. <laughs> she still gives you a hard time about that? <laughs> yeah, she keeps her seats, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh. Since we mentioned all the past Grotto members, uh, we can talk about just some of the other guys that, that filled in toward the end or, you know, or in between there, too. Um, we had yeah. uh, my brother-in-law Matt Potenza. He played bass. I know. I know at least on one tour that we did. Yep. Um, we had uh, Mitch Gooden. He played uh, bass with us. Uh, see that tour. We also had. Um, that was our last tour, wasn't it? That was our. Was that our last tour? Uh, we had Sean. So. Sean from, Skipper uh, played drums. Yeah, Sean from, from the, the Goodbye, Goodbye Letter. Letter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we had Cliff Swain played drums. I think. Uh, from Eustace, he played drums on one tour with us. Okay, I think that was the same tour bass. that Matt played bass with us. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were going to have, if Joel wasn't going to be on tour, the guy to have was Cliff. Cliff was so good. Oh, yeah. And I, ben, ben, I think that was when we invited Matt out. That Your last tour was the one before that. And like, that was it. You're like, I can't tour anymore. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I think my, the last one I did, we went down toward your. I think we went to Florida for a week or so toward your house, just a little quick trip down and back. And that was going to be, that was my last, but that was after I'd already, you know, was already out. I was just like, I'm going to go do this one thing. I think, um, was that when we did the CD release show in Sebring? Yeah, I think so. It may be. It was like a, I, I do remember like a coffee shop. Yeah. Exactly. You painted like, like the logo on the window for him. Really? Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. It all runs together. So, uh, but yeah, well, I was trying to figure out where we were. I was asking David about it earlier. We're looking at the calendar where when I um, kind of threw my hat, <laughs> just threw my hat in and said, I'm done, or whatever, you, however you say that. Um, yeah, threw the, threw out, in the towel. When I found out my wife was pregnant and I'm coming home, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, and then Joel around the same time was, we were, I, I was trying to think where we were. I know we ended up in North Dakota with, yeah. uh, when we finally ended that tour, Beth. So where, so where did we start though? I mean, after we had met Chris at Cornerstone and then we, um, kind of got together that summer. Do you remember what was one of our, what was our first 
Sure, we played a we played a couple things in Alabama. I remember we played with two thirty eight in Anniston, Alabama. Okay, I do remember that tour. Yeah, Cornerstone um, was what two thousand summer of two thousand. I think yeah. so. Yeah, that was July of two thousand. Yeah, when we met Chris, we still had a tour. Um, we that we finished after that. Uh, we did a little bit of recording. Me, you, and Joel. Um, in July, that July, I don't, man, I don't know where that recording is either. I wish I had that. I don't really. Again, um, we played some festival in Alabama. I thought too, like one of our first shows, um, like Brigadoon Festival or something, something Scottish. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I, I'm looking here. I, I think I found it. Um, so in August of 2000, which wouldn't have been too much. Let's see. So we played, it says JG, so I'm guessing that means Jeremiah Scott, Freaks Grounds in Columbia, Mississippi. And then The Basement in Laurel, Mississippi. I, you know, I remember those places. I didn't realize that we played in Laurel. I didn't either. Yeah, That's I didn't. Cool. Yeah. I, did, I remember playing in Mississippi, but. And then that, on that tour, we also, we played in, uh, we played in Gainesville at DG's, uh, is that DG's yeah. Coffee House? Is, yeah. Yep. Um, and then I don't know what we it's just photo. I'm not sure what we did there in Gainesville that day, but um, and then from there we headed back up to Ohio and we played in um, that. That were you? See, that's what I couldn't remember. Were you there when we played at the Vineyard in Ohio? And yeah, that was Cincinnati. At a it was it was like one of those mega churches called the Vineyard. It was like a I guess I'm sure they're still around, but it's like a uh, yeah. We used to like we were making fun franchise, of franchise, like, basically. Yeah, I think we played one with Houston. I can remember that was our to, all of that was our first tour together. August of was it really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember that uh, that church, and we're like, because it's the first time I saw a coffee shop in a church. I was like, why is a church? Oh yeah, a it had everything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was a mall. I mean, there, you could shop there. You could. Yeah, that's where we were like it's like Jesus Plex USA. I think we were making fun of it. <laughs> like, this place is that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Crazy. Where did we play there? I mean, I, we don't have to go too detailed. Uh, I know we're going to do more of this, but didn't we play like in a like a racquetball room or something? I mean, we're, we weren't good enough to play. I guess the main <laughs> to the main sanctuary, yeah. but uh, I don't remember. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, we played some I don't remember thing. where we played. But. I mean, you know, they had like a tennis court, racquetball, all that. So I don't remember <laughs> that at all. I, I do remember the coffee shop. I remember thinking this church had a coffee shop in it, like a Starbucks in the church. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Starbucks, but yeah. <laughs> we're like, what? I don't remember the show at all. We played a lot of stuff in Columbus, though. Or we did a lot of stuff in Columbus. I see the arc on that first tour in Wilmington. The arc was Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, was that the first time we'd been to the arc? No, nah, we had we had been there with uh, Chrome Donuts a oh, few really? times. Yeah, because we had we'd done the we did the one tour with Jesse and Rockers. We played there. Um, we had played there. I know another time, just us, I believe. And uh, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was always a good place. So uh, we can just, I know we're, you know, we could probably just sit here and talk and talk for hours, but uh, just to kind of move it along. So um, I know the per- just something that me, Ben and Chris have talked about with this podcast is just, you know, just telling stories and our different experiences so we could kind of uh, have something archived for our kids to listen to or for, you know, grandkids, if we have grandkids one day or, um, or maybe us. I mean, you know, my memory's going pretty fast now. So in a couple of years, I might listen to this just to remember what happened. Because <laughs> no comment. <laughs> you know, um, uh, but it's all it's. <laughs> Let's see here. I got to make my screen. Well, I was good. thinking, like you, know, like your young kids, like you're gonna be like talking to one day and. And we're like, kids, I was in a band. And they're like, yeah, okay, dad. All right, dad. Yeah, calm down. So, uh, so. Eat your pudding, David. 
Wear your, yeah, and telling kids wear your earplugs. You know, I, so I've been to you know a lot of shows since we played, like at the Masquerade or somewhere, and uh, you know always carry carry like a bunch of earplugs with me for everybody that I'm with. And I usually ask everybody, like the old man, like, hey, you know, who wants earplug? Who wants earplug? And everybody, no, nobody wants them because they don't want to, you know, they want to be cool. Well, they them. don't want some old dude's earplugs. They're all <laughs> waxy and weird. <laughs> some old guy tried to give me earplugs. I think it was code for drugs. <laughs> After the first song, though, everybody's coming up to me. Hey, you got any more of those earplugs? <laughs> you know, usually. So. Um, yeah, I remember being able to hear. <laughs> you guys have problems with your hearing? Oh, yeah. I have ringing like even right now, my my ears are ringing. Really? Yeah. I don't. That's maybe weird. That's, maybe I have. Maybe that's blood pressure or something. I don't know. Huh. Blood pressure. I don't know. I've never had that. I am about to go do like I'm going to go get like a whole battery of tests. I'm going to go get my hearing checked. All I think I hear fine. Like I I think I know I need glasses now. You know I need to go get that checked out, and I'm going to go do like, go see all those doctors and. Yeah what's wrong with me I'm kind of nervous yeah you get that list of like oh everything in you is broken so is this something you're doing on your own or somebody kind of no it's something i'm doing on my own i yeah. figure i'm i'm getting the age i just need to know oh yeah they'll find yeah. some stuff it's like taking your car to the mechanic and say hey find something yeah i've had a hearing you know you know to me it don't seem too bad but i I catch myself all the time and say, what? You know, <laughs> my, my wife thinks I can't hear anything. But, uh, yeah. And I'm sure it's from, you know, trying to be as absolutely loud as we could possibly be for <laughs> years, standing <laughs> two feet in front of a, you know, base app. See, my wife says that too. And I'm like, no, I, I hear just fine. You just need to say something interesting. <laughs> that doesn't go over too well. I don't recommend that. I, no. that that's bad <laughs> advice. So. You just don't listen good. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah yeah that's uh stand, you know and i didn't i didn't like wearing earplugs y'all y'all may have worn them more than i did i didn't like wearing them because then all you can hear is the bass and i can hear myself good enough anyway i needed to hear y'all and uh yeah and i'm standing right you know standing on the side with the power of speakers <laughs> bass amp you know 12. i think we frequently had the same problem that like a lot of young bands have though it's like you know like the sound guys back there like I right, turn down your stage volume and I'll put you through the monitors. And I'm like, right. no, you're not doing enough. We want more. We want more. And we didn't let the monitor guy handle it when we had monitors. Right. It's like, no, we'll just turn this up. They don't, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, theme in, in all of us, we right? Know. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. We know. We yeah. know. It, it's hard. It's hard to trust. It is. It's hard to trust yeah. the sound guy, but yeah. But, uh, I, 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 there's a few times I remember, you know, they're like, hey, when you, you know, turn your amp down. And you go over and you do like the pretend turn down, <laughs> you know? or you turn it down just a little bit on, but, but you, you've already got your guitar turned down purposely. That way, you know, when it's time to play, you're back to where you were, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's true though. Probably made some sound guys mad, you know? I don't, I think that's if weird. we had to do it again, though, I don't, I don't think I would carry around a, like a, a 5150, with a half stack. I don't think I would would do that anymore. I mean, cause it's not needed. I don't think, you know. Yes and no. It depends on where you're playing. Right. I mean, we also played a lot of shows where there was, there the only PA was for vocals. Well, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, if we were touring and we were playing like festivals and, and like, you know, you get to play like house of blues style shows, like, you know, chain reaction and I'm chain reaction type shows. Yeah. You know, bring a smaller amp. Let yeah. them like crank that stuff through the. So that, yeah, and that was the bad yeah. thing. We we never knew from show to show, you know, if it was going to be like a a real stage with a real sound guy with a real sound system, or you know, like a, <laughs> a trailer on, out in the cornfield where they're freaking out over three hundred watts for a bass amp. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of uh, flatbed trailers with uh, not enough power to power all the amps. Blowing, blowing fuses. Yeah, we, we got you guys. A, we got you guys. A extension cord right here. Like, uh, <laughs> <extension> <laughs> <cord>. <laughs> you remember we told that guy in Illinois that your base amp was three hundred watts, and he freaked out. Yeah, three hundred watts. <laughs> I don't think he understood what that meant. Yeah, uh, we just need a regular plug for, it, but we need multiple plugs. We have a lot of amps. Yeah, we were literally in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> it was literally in a cornfield, and they just yeah. mowed under so they could have the show. Yep. 
that was awesome. And then the power didn't work anyway. We had to move to like what a few miles down the road to their church and play. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember that. And we were like, why didn't you just start with this place? <laughs> that that story is a whole different podcast, right? That that's <laughs> that's yeah, one episode by itself for sure. The story that you you don't want to mention the goat. That's the goat story, right? There. That's we the goat have, story right there. We also have a video of, of that, of basically almost all of that. If you have video of like to collect, so are a few things. Chad from Farewell, I don't know how he got it, but he gave me a flash drive and it has a ton of grotto footage on there too. And I don't know if it's shows that he'd been to, but I think that some of these shows are like tours that we were on. So he did like he he got all this old grotto footage and farewell to fashion footage, and he put it all in a flash drive for me and sent it to me. It's pretty awesome. So do you, you have it now? Yeah. So that like not with me here. It, it's at my yeah. house, but yeah, I, I have it. I thought, you t- I thought you took it everywhere you went. <laughs> it's right here in my wall. Gotta keep it safe, man. Um, <laughs> I go to my I go back home from vacation. My house is ransacked. The only thing missing is that flash drive. Like, oh, David was right. I knew better than that. Yeah, son of a. No, so, so this folder that I shared with you with all the grotto stuff. If if you could uh, copy it in there, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. How do we get that stuff out? What do, what do you what do we have to do to? You know, I'm not the technical. Yeah, we'll, guy in the group, we'll put it out so. there on YouTube. We'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. You still got a lot of video too, don't you, David? That you haven't uh, converted or whatever. Uh, I've got some. Um, like like when we played with 238 in Birmingham at, at that, I can't remember where we played, but uh, I've got that show somewhere that I've never converted over. Uh, I've got a lot of pictures that. I haven't developed. I just gotta gotta do it. But um, I could scan. I have photo albums full of pictures too. I could scan a bunch of photos and yeah, and send them. You know, drop them in there too. Be awesome. Yeah, got a lot of stuff. So yeah, I'll start playing posters. Have a lot of that stuff too. And who who was I talking to the other day? We were talking about the poster in North Dakota. Yeah, we you and I were talking about that. Yeah, okay. Remember that, Ben? poster so we played what was that is that the north dakota state university or yeah. something yeah and they that? made this massive poster and it had like a record on it full color super nice like huge poster i don't remember the poster huh and i think we asked them if we could have it and they're like no because <laughs> they paid so much money for it or something so that show was weird too because we played our set we, you know we, we have a, a you know certain amount of songs that we we didn't have a lot of songs anyway but we played our set and then they're like, could y'all play it again? <laughs> so I remember we played it a second time. Like we took maybe, we probably took, you know, 20 minute break or something. But yeah, yeah. we played it again. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. We probably got maybe a couple hundred bucks to play that show. Maybe, maybe I think that was actually a pretty good pay. I can't remember what we got. Maybe $500. Yeah, it was okay. But, uh, and then we, then that's where I think we did that. Then we went up to Grafton. Yeah. And that was just weird. So, well, but, which I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves with some of this, but HSL, did we play there more than once? I feel like yes, yeah. but I, I don't know. Or, or we maybe we did something with him, but maybe it wasn't at the cellar. Maybe it was somewhere else. And then we came back and did HSL. I think we, I think we played. Maybe we went and we did that other show um, at the university, and then we went back and we played again. And then on our way out to Montana, we stopped at like just randomly in Minot, and we played with that band from Chicago, Bible of the Devil, at that house party, and that was a really good show. And we we weren't even on like that show, and they just said, "You guys want to play?" And we're like, "Yeah, let's do it," and we did it, and it was hmm. that was a really good show. Yeah. See, I don't I don't remember band names of, of a lot of the bands we played with. Yeah. That's I remember the show. Remember the house. The house I remember it being like because I remember I think Joel gave a skateboard away at that at that show. I think so. And I think I've seen that that guy comment on a, a few things. What'd you say about that house, Ben? I just remember the house and I remember being a lot of snow. Was that the time when it was it was snowing really bad? Or am I thinking of a different house in North Dakota? <sighs> I don't remember the snow. I remember being in the house, though. I don't remember there ever being snow when we were in North Dakota, though. I don't remember that. Maybe I'm doing something totally different. 
Because yeah, I remember the floorboards moving when people were jumping and seeing the floor sag because the house was old. Hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was so <laughs> nervous that like the floor was going to cave in. Yeah. No, but yeah, I do remember going to North Dakota State University and it being fall there because it was summer for us, you know. We yeah. don't, you know, we our, we don't have this fall. We go straight from summer to winter. So it was cool to see like all the trees were yellow and stuff there. So so yeah, I guess it wasn't snow that time. Maybe I think of some other place. There was some place where we played at a house where it was there was snow everywhere. I mean, it was, mm. um, As Jeremiah's daughter? I don't know. Man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it could be. I had to think like I remember like weird things about shows and I was asking David the other day, it's like, did we play somewhere in Texas where it was like we wound up at, out in the middle of nowhere at some huge house and like their garage was detached, but it was set up to like play shows, but we didn't play there. And he's like, yeah, I don't even remember any context of like where we were. I would have never came to that, like thought about that by myself. But when you said that, I remembered, you know, like thinking back on it, it's like, like that's like a house. Like it would just seem like it was so far out there. Like that's where they, they lure people and they, well, we had like, played a show and that's just where we were staying. And I yeah, think somehow they had, they had talked us into playing or something. And we're like, sure. I mean, we're here. We got our stuff. Let's play. Something like that. Yeah, it's very strange. that wasn't the show. I remember, I remember no, that. No, it wasn't the show. We did, I remember, didn't we play in Indiana, too, though? We played, like, some, like, street festival thing in Indiana, and then they wanted us to play again, so we, like, went inside some coffee shop and played again. Indiana. And we spent the night in Indiana, and I think, I think Faith was there. And I don't know if Joni was on that tour with us or not. Ben, they went to Joni did go one time with us. Yeah, they did. They both. Yeah, they both came to to Indiana. I remember that because uh, we. And I see that's the thing. I don't remember where we played, but I remember we went <laughs> to some kind of like a state park. And with like a cave in. Yeah, it. yeah. I remember yeah. doing all of that, but I don't remember playing music. I remember the hotel we stayed at because. I remember going into because I don't. I, I remember going. I think I had to share a room with Joel. Yeah, and I remember going in there and turning the heat up really as high as I could make it go. And I remember after we had played the show and we came back to the hotel, Joel being really mad because it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the things I remember are Joel centered that way, and uh, especially funny stories. Yeah. So this this calendar you have is is there more of this in that that binder? Oh, know, man. That, so those calendars, that's just like that's not even. I mean, I wouldn't even say one percent of what's in the binder. I mean, that really? yeah. There's for each of those dates, there's probably a contract. There's um, directions. There's notes. There's all kinds of there's there's contact information. There's all kinds of stuff. I, really? Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Because I was yeah, looking back, I was trying to—I I was trying to figure out when we first met, you know, Jeremiah's Grotto, me and Ben meeting Jeremiah's Grotto, and uh, there was a an email between Donna and Kristen about setting up for us to play that Life Fest festival, and uh, I was like, wow, you know, because we didn't see all this behind the scene type things either, you know, me and Ben at that time, um, so it never really—I mean, we had that information, I guess, but just we we were just like, how do we get to the show? You know, that's about it. Right. What are we in? How much are we getting paid? You know, where are we staying? That's basically. Just trying to tell. Uh, was it Caleb and Braden? We were trying to tell our kids the other day about how, you know, we traveled with paper map. You know, you printed out a map from MapQuest <laughs> and, like, and had a, an atlas, a book with maps in it, and you like you just take off on the road without a phone, and have a piece of paper in your hand, and you go a thousand miles to the next. <laughs> destination <laughs> um, yeah they can't find that nobody yeah. nobody has a way to contact you or you don't have a way to contact anybody except for a pay phone maybe yeah right. and even then you had to have a calling card yeah <laughs> right quarter yeah. Uh, yeah get done loading back in and eating by about midnight and then like okay we're gonna drive in the dark till the sun comes up you know that direction Exactly, exactly. How do you know that's where you're going? Well, this piece of paper says so. So, and with the, I remember coming back from North Dakota 
because uh, that was a long drive because I think we drove straight back because that was uh, towards the end of that tour or something. And, yeah. and uh, I remember, you know, it's like two in the morning. I'm driving. I'm looking at the gas hand like, man, like it's been on E like for a while. You know, I'm thinking, what are we going to do? Because it's two in the morning. There's nothing open. And um, I, we ended up finding a store, a gas station, but it was closed. And I remember just pulling up to the pump and praying and just like hoping that it was going to let us use. We had a card, but yeah. you know, I don't think we used the card all the time. That was more like an emergency type thing back then. And uh, Yep. I remember um, that because I was like, the store is closed. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, nope. Man, that's that, felt, be on. that was one of the best feelings actually of when you knew you were about to be able to put gas in your in your van, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good. No, when you did that, I, my mind was blown. I was like, <laughs> like I, I think I told everyone I got back home, like we were like out in the middle of nowhere and David just pulled up to his gas pump and it's closed. <laughs> I think we were praying too. I mean, I really and, think we were. Yeah. And and we're just asking Jesus to turn on the gas pump and <laughs> Jesus turned on the gas pump and we should have wrote that song. Jesus, please turn on my <laughs> gas pump. Jesus, take the gas pump. And it would have been our like a hit song. <laughs> Basically, writes itself. Oh, Jesus, take the gas pump. That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, take the gas. <laughs> Guys, I smell comeback. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jesus, take me back. <laughs>